0: Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Tonight, we heard from a vast swath of scriptures about God's plan to save his beloved creation. God created everything out of nothing. He created you out of nothing. He created me out of nothing. And that makes him God. He's the only one who can do that. He made all of those things. He made you. He made me. And he saw that they were good. He formed us out of the dust. He breathed the breath of life into us. Of all things, us. And we began to live, body and soul together. Body and soul together, how they're meant to go. Humanity walked and talked with God, knew him intimately, enjoyed his presence. But because of the desires of our hearts, we rebelled against God. We cut ourselves off from him. And we were cast far from God's presence. We wandered, we were lost in the wilderness of the world and our chaotic lives. God even placed an angel with a burning sword outside his garden. To make sure that we could not return and be with him, for we were no longer holy with him. But we fast forward to tonight, thousands of years ago, 2000 to be exact. To a cold, dark night just outside Jerusalem. And on hills between Jerusalem and the small town of Bethlehem, or as they say in England, Bethlehem, who do we find? None other than shepherds keeping watch of their flocks by night. Keeping watch because their sheep are prone to become lost, and they become lost easily, and they become lost often. The sheep go their own way, each their own way, instead of the way that they've been guided, sometimes for years, by their loving shepherd. The shepherd. He's always been God's example of a leader. King David, shepherd. Amos, the prophet, shepherd. Abraham, shepherd. Jacob, shepherd. Isaac, shepherd. King Saul, not a shepherd. And we saw how that went. So why does God seem to be obsessed with shepherds? Well, because they lead by action. By rod and staff, the shepherd will either nudge lovingly or whack a sheep, to guide him or her on the correct path. The shepherd is, though, also compassionate. He leads the flock to green grass and to clean water, even when the sheep wants to stand in the middle of the dry desert. The shepherd will leave his flock in a safe place to go and find one that gets lost. The shepherd is a sacrificial servant, if wolves attack, he'll step between the flock and the enemy, the wolf. He'll lay down his life for his sheep because he loves them. And so an angel of the Lord, like the one who is left to guard the Garden of Eden from humanity ever returning to the presence of God. You might even imagine this angel being sent by God and the angel says, oh, am I going to keep Keeping them out of the Garden of Eden, God? And God says, no. Instead, go announce to those shepherds in the foothills that there is now peace between them and myself. You imagine the angel going, oh, what? Already? The time has come? Awesome, God. And so they went to announce the birth of the shepherd or the Savior to the shepherds. To shepherds, God's chosen example. They say, do not fear. Behold, I bring you good news. I bring you the gospel. Good news of great joy for all the people. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. He'll be wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. Jesus, who is the fullness of God, is now incarnate or made flesh in human flesh. God has become a completely helpless baby to practice when he will be made helpless nailed to a cross where he will die for the forgiveness of your sins. You are lost. You are a wandering sheep. You wish you could make peace with God. You wish you could make peace with your family members. You wish you could make peace with your friend. But you can't. Instead, God announces he will make peace through his son. Not only make peace with your friends, with your family, but between you and himself. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, as we heard in our John 1 reading, if you believe that his death and his resurrection are for you, Now when God looks at you, he doesn't see the sinful monstrosity that disobeyed his love and his will for your life. No longer does he desire to put an angel between himself and you. Instead, he puts a human being between yourself and himself, who is also God. Now when God looks at you, he sees the sinless, cute, little thing with a nose and eyes and ears, little hands, little feet. When God looks at you, he sees his precious infant son, Jesus. And that's why Genesis says, you are made in the image of God. You are made to look like Jesus. Chosen from the foundation of the world, you are chosen, made, created, life breathed into you, a body and soul united to look like Jesus. And by the cleansing blood of Jesus's bitter suffering and death, you are washed and you become the spotless little lamb, baby Jesus. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Hallelujah. Peace has been made between God and yourself by his own offering. The shepherds look at one another as they witness the angels and their instructions. Now full of the Spirit, they run to Bethlehem saying, Come, let us go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened, that the Lord has made known to us. Jesus looks up from the manger. He sees these shepherds. And I imagine the baby Jesus wonders, Hmm, I think I'd like to be like them someday. I'll look, I'll search The hills surrounding Jerusalem for the lost sheep. I'll lead them by still waters and green grass. I will lay down my life for them like a sacrificial lamb on their behalf. But I'll take up my life again of my own choosing. I'll pay for their sins and misdeeds. And that's Jesus Christ the infant priest, the good shepherd, the atoning sacrificial lamb. He is for you. He loves you. You've received him here tonight in the reading of his word over nine lessons and the preaching of his word. His word creates, rekindles, Fans sustains the faith that is in your heart. Come tomorrow at nine in the morning and receive him as he bids us in his final will and testament, in his true body and blood at Christ's mass. His word breaks away the rocks of fear the rocks of this world, the rocks of our sinful flesh, and fills it with the fire of faith. His word is enough. But his body and his blood also grants eternal life to those who receive it in faith. And so, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas.